It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. And once again, I have to save you from yourself. Here is a lesson in amateurism when you are traveling. There are a couple of things that you need to know when you travel. And, you know, I'm I'm never surprised when, especially flyers who don't enter the unfriendly skies very often, when they make some rookie mistakes. That's understandable. But let's treat travel like basic human survival. No matter where you're going, no matter how long the flight, assume at some point that you are going to have to take care of yourself. That is rule number one. You got to be prepared. That does not mean overpacking. There are only a few things that I am good at in life. One of them is packing. I never, it doesn't matter where I travel or for how long, I never take more than a carry-on bag unless I'm carrying a snowboard or a surfboard that I'm forced to check. I will edit my luggage. I will take things out. I will live in all black running shoes if I have to and flip-flops in order to make things work. But even more than accessories and adorable ensembles, there are a couple of things that you have to have with you when you fly. And I want to talk about this because there was a Delta Airlines flight from Ghana to New York that was diverted for mechanical issues to a tiny island uh, in Portugal called uh, Lahis or the airport was Lahis Airport. I don't know what that means. I don't know where it is. I'm horrible with geography. I just know it's an island in the middle of nowhere. And if you're on a plane that is going across a big body of water and you are in such deep yogurt that you have to land at a little tiny uh, very rarely visited airport, it's probably something pretty serious. So if you touch down and you're safe and the plane is in one piece, you've already won the day. But here's the thing. The passengers were stuck there. I get it. It's uncomfortable. I talked about this not long ago with Daniel Fielding when we were talking about uh, being your most important asset. Your most important asset is you. And sometimes you will be uncomfortable. You will certainly be uncomfortable when you travel. But people on the plane were very upset because the flight was diverted for obviously very serious mechanical issues for 12 hours. 12 hours is a long time. I get it. But if you're in an airport, you have to assume at some point you will encounter a delay. Sometimes that delay is an hour. Sometimes it's 12 hours. Sometimes it's a couple days. But Whatever the delay might be, you have to have things in your backpack in order to take care of yourself. And two very important things. I always carry, as should you and everyone else, an empty container to put water in. Because obviously in the United States, you can't go through TSA with a full water container. But once you get past security, you find, you know, one of those great little filtration water fountains. And you go and you fill everything up and you've got water for your flight. And then when the lovely flight attendants offer you snacks and beverages, you go ahead and take their beverages so you still have your water. And then you know what else you tuck inside your little bag? You tuck some food. That is, I I mean, I have... 
delicious things that I love, like Reese's peanut butter cups and tiny Snickers that I steal from work, I always have those in my backpack. I always have little tiny bags of nuts in case I need fat and protein. I have things at the ready in case one of my daughters is hungry or I'm stuck on a flight that doesn't have any gluten-free food, which as a celiac, I know that I will eventually have to provide for myself. Stay right there. More from me, Kennedy, coming up. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com. So if you're stuck in a tiny airport and a part of the world you're unfamiliar with, at least you're taken care of and your tummy is not grumbling and you can throw some water down your gullet. But what happened was the people on this doomed flight landed at 6 a.m. and they're all mad at Delta because like we weren't given food and water and provisions. And when we went up to the people in the airport, they told us not to start a revolution. They were probably shocked that a plane full of people were just dropped in their tiny airport. And of course, they don't have any food and canteens at the ready at six in the morning. This is a tiny place. Yes, absolutely. Delta should have had some cracked stone crab claws and a little bit of vuv clico at the ready to, to pour and serve everyone. But they didn't because the flight was screwed and they had to get the plane out of there. So they emptied the plane of passengers. But then again, you're on an island. So what else do I pack in my bag other than Reese's peanut butter cups and nuts and stickers? I know it's really not heavy. And a, a water bottle teeming with that precious life fluid that will keep me functioning for weeks at a time if necessary. I pack a bathing suit. If I'm on an island and it's beautiful and I know I'm going to be there for more than a couple hours, I'm getting the hell out of the airport. I'm going to find a patch of sun, maybe a nice, clear, safe body of water. And I'm going to dip my tootsies in it. I might even go for a full swim. I'll dry off in the sun. I'll take some pictures. I'll slap them on the gram. No booty shots. I'm a respectable mother of two teenagers. I can't be setting an example like that, cavorting around God knows where in a thong for my white cheeks to blind the viewing public. But I'm going to let you know I was somewhere beautiful and special for a short period of time. And if you have ever been stuck in a city and you ventured out of the airport, you know that those compressed jaunts are some of the most satisfying travel you will ever have. It's not that I didn't feel bad for people. I always feel bad for kids and moms when they don't have what they need and kids freak out and they get anxious and they're running around because they were kept behind a partition in a part of the airport because they didn't have visas and vaccinations and blah, blah, blah from Ghana to Portugal. So the airport people, they they, they kind of wigged out and and herded everyone into a corner of the airport, but it was just for 12 hours, and they got back to Newark safely. We saw last winter when there was an Arctic blast that blanketed the entire country in black ice and snow for days. People were stuck in the airport with their carry-on luggage, and they're not like you and me. They, they didn't carry their stuff with them, so whatever they had in their bags, like probably Christmas presents and maybe a little bit of grandma's fudge if they're lucky. They didn't have clothes. They didn't have things. They they checked them all in the belly of the plane and they didn't see their articles for days and days at a time. This was only 12 hours. Delta issued everyone a $400 travel voucher. 
No one ever gets $400 for anything. Plus, you got a great story. And if you are worried about discomfort when you travel, then you have to be able to go with the flow if you're stuck somewhere. That means you have to be able to provide for yourself. Always assume, as a rule of thumb, if you're traveling, the airlines, the transportation companies, they will not always provide for you. You have to find another way. And sometimes if the other way is just sitting there and making yourself somewhat comfortable, then roll up a scarf and put it in your backpack so you have some sort of a blanket and then put your head on your backpack as a pillow and always take a little bit of food and some water with you so you can provide for yourself. And by the way, always have a sharpened pencil in case someone attacks you and you have to stab them in the eye or the throat. I would never recommend that. But if it's a matter of life or death, you know, you can't bring pointy things on the plane, but who's going to keep you from a sharp number two pencil in case either you have to MacGyver some quick self-defense or there's a Scantron test they give you in the airport. It's all going to be good. Just don't panic and you will emerge and you will be able to save your own world no matter where you are. And if you have a window, jump out of it and go see a cool place. See? Problem solved. Once again, this has been Kennedy Saves the World. I'm Kennedy. For more podcasts from my friends at Fox, you can go to foxnewspodcast.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com.